Hey, good morning. It is the 8th of January. It is Saturday. And uh, it is 2022. And this is going to be a powerful year for all of us. I think there is going to be um, a lot of change, which probably made all of you shudder, or at least some of you, because we've had so much change. But the thing is that uh, if we don't have even more change and radical change, uh, there's a lot of suffering that will continue that is needless. It, it, it's just all born out of perspective and beliefs that are not serving anyone. Yeah, one of those beliefs that I wanted to talk to you guys about today is the idea of wealth and what it means to be wealthy. And I'm thinking that wealth is kind of a cruel joke that, or this concept of, it's a cruel joke that humanity has played on itself to trick itself into feeling important as a single, uh, let's say, organism, but as a single being in this grand scheme where we are specks running around a speck that is floating amongst a bunch of other specks. <laughs> if you get my drift, um, not trying to make you feel insignificant, because actually, if you get at the meaty part of this, you're not insignificant. Uh, because you are not the body that you see when you look in the mirror the hands that you look at in front of you, you are observing this person that's walking around, that's doing things. Um, but you are an eternal being. And do I know what came before and what comes next? No, but that's... Um, that's a whole nother podcast, I think. Thing is this, we have to really examine what it means to be wealthy. And for every person that is going to be different, a little bit different, depending on your culture, your upbringing, what it means to be wealthy in one person's household is simply to have a car and be able to go wherever you want anytime you want um however <laughs> this car thing has been on my mind for a lot because i've been without a car for a few months now and there are definitely disadvantages to not owning a car but there are also some advantages one of the advantages is that um, I don't have to worry about the complications that go into car ownership. And you don't realize how much that involves until you don't have to do it. You don't have to fill the tank with gas. You don't have to pay the car insurance. You don't have to uh, make sure that you're getting your car in to be maintained. Don't have to change the tires. You know, all of these little things that, you know, of course, 
it's worth it, right, to be able to just jump in the car and go. But I don't know. With me, I'm living in Broomfield, Colorado. And I'm in a house with with uh, five other adults. And so we do have vehicles here. So I'm often able to borrow a car. Uh, but I also have Lyft. And Lyft picks me up within 20 minutes, usually within five minutes, and takes me wherever I need to go. Um, I don't need to, I'm not that busy. If I was a, if I was a young mother, again, this wouldn't work. But as somebody who is in the stage of life I'm in, um, where I don't have child care responsibilities in a, in a household that I am running, I don't need the car so much. So it is definitely an advantage, uh, to not have to worry about those things still think about how to get a car. Um, but anyway, I don't, I don't want to go too far into that. The thing is that, uh, Google defines wealth as owning several things, uh, possessions that are valuable. And, or having a bunch of money. Um, and then there's a couple interesting thoughts along those lines. One is that money is a promise of something in the future. It's not actually, can't, you can't eat money. Um, you can't really do anything with money until you spend it, right? Um, you could use it to give you a false sense of security, and I say false because money can solve some problems, but most of life's problems cannot actually be solved by money. We, we say that they can. I think it makes us feel more in control. <laughs> but as an egoic being, we are not in control. And when we f- can face that and be okay with that, it's freeing. It's very freeing. My mind is moving fast and I've got a lot of ideas swimming, so I do apologize. What is it, though, to be truly wealthy? And that cruel joke I spoke of before, what if being on the very bottom where you have no possessions, no or maybe not no possessions, but very few possessions. And being able to just focus your energy on whatever's around you and not have to protect anything, not have to protect your fancy car or your fancy house or your fancy bank account. This is something to really consider. And I'm, I'm not saying, you know, go sell everything that you have, but I do feel, especially living in a country that is so materialistic, we really want to consider the power and the freedom that come from letting go of these physical possessions that are actually holding us down more than they are lifting us up. We hold on to these things because we think they have value. But when you ask someone 
that dress that's been hanging in your closet for two years on the same hanger, what value does that actually have? When you see it, you remember the girl that could fit into it. <laughs> so it makes you sad, right? And this has been touched on many times. But it goes even further than that. Why are you holding on to something that possibly someone else could use? Or why are we manufacturing so much clothes that we couldn't possibly all wear? And if they were evenly distributed, maybe it would make sense, but it's not an even distribution, is it? If we were able to lay down our fear of lack, our fear of not having, because that's really what's it about, right? You're afraid you're not going to have that dress when you need it. Or you're afraid that you'll never be that size again. Well, I mean, maybe you won't. Why does that matter? Um, so, I kind of, my thoughts are going like six different directions. I could go with all of this. I do apologize. But I hope that you're gleaning a little bit here because for me this year is going to be concentrated on simplifying simplifying my diet simplifying my possessions simplifying I don't know but I want to stay open and awake life. I want to flow with life. It's very hard to do when you're dragging around 10 suitcases, right? Easier to flow when you're not worried about possessions. So I don't know, maybe those who have the fewest possessions have the most freedom and therefore are the wealthiest. Because being free is the most precious commodity, isn't it? To be free. To not have someone or some idea forcing itself upon you in a way that you do not want. I love you guys so much and I just really encourage you today to take a look at what's around you. I have my two cats here laying with me, Boo and Bootsy, and they are sleeping contentedly on my bed and that, that is wealth. Having these two beings that trust me so much that They spend their nights sleeping with me. They spend their days begging me for kitty treats. (laughs) Life is good. And you don't need another person's definition of wealth to make it good. You just need to realize that wealth doesn't 
matter in the space of having or not having things. The only time that wealth matters is when a physical need is not being met or when a emotional need is going unmet. And most of the time, if you stop and think, am I okay? Are my needs being met in this moment? The answer is yes. Most of the time when we're uncomfortable or upset, it's not an actual need that's not going met. It's from an egoic level where ego is upset. Our ego is sad that somebody else said we were wrong. Or our ego is sad that we are not as good as someone else, which is so silly because what is good? Define it. You know, everybody has a different definition. I love you guys. I will talk to you tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Flow With Me. Have a beautiful, beautiful day.